0: Welcome to Season 2 of Reframe Your Life, a podcast for women who think differently and want to explore ideas and topics relevant to all areas of their life. Hi Life Reframers, it's Joanne here and we are super excited to bring you Episode 1 of our new season and also a little bit excited that it's the fall now. So of course I want to introduce and welcome Sandy, my partner in crime.
1: How are you Sandy? I'm great, Joanne. I can't believe that it's September already. I know that we always talk about how fast time flies, but it was a very full summer, and here we are. It's my favorite time of the year in Ontario. It's fall, and it's uh, the big harvest time and just a time to get back to routine and back into feeling a little more organized in life, which, as we know, I love, how about you? How are you?
0: I am great. You know, I had an amazing summer, as you said. It was just so good hanging out and being with friends and exploring new things. You know we've we've spoken about lots of different things we've done, you know, fruit picking and and being on a boat and trying kayaking and seeing new places. So, It was just a really good summer and honestly, Sandy, I don't think we have anything, certainly us in Ontario, I do not think we have anything to complain about in terms of the weather this summer. It was just simply amazing and like you, I'm looking forward to the fall. I've got some great holiday plans for the fall. We're doing a big road trip down to the US and I love the fall because it's generally when we take a bit of a break and um, as you say, kind of restart our new year, if you like. How about you?
1: What have you got going on? You know, we had a road trip planned as well. We were going to take a couple of weeks in October and drive down through the States and we have changed our minds. So we were at a cottage in the summer and it was really quite relaxing and we got this idea Brian and I that we would really like to do a writing vacation because we both have a bunch of projects we want to work on and a lot of writing that we both want to do. So we're thinking of flying out to Vancouver Island and renting a little cabin in the woods on the beach somewhere and just completely relaxing and doing some writing and having some real downtime.
0: Nice. So of course, I'm curious why Vancouver Island as opposed to somewhere on this side?
1: Well, I love Vancouver Island. Uh, it's a really <laughs> happy place for me, and because I've done a lot of travel this year, I'll have enough air miles for us to go. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought it would be a nice break. So it, it still has that feeling of vacation. It's nowhere local, and there's some wineries and places to explore. So we can, you know, do some writing, but still get out and do some fun things as well.
0: Nice. Yeah, sounds really good. Super, super fun. So what are we going to talk about today? I mean, we're going to introduce the rest of our season, but first we wanted to talk about mindset, Sandy. You want to kind of set the the tone, I guess, straight off the bat.
1: Right. So we've talked about mindset quite a bit, and I think this summer when we were recording our mini-sodes, we had an opportunity to think about what we wanted to talk about in the second season. And we felt like mindsets, we talked about mindset and how important that is in reframing your life. And so as we kind of refine our model of what it means to reframe your life, we recognize that we hadn't really explored the topic of mindset, and that it's really foundational to what we're hoping to do and the conversation that we are having with our community. So when we talk about mindset, we are talking about the assumptions that we have or the attitudes that we have that are really deeply ingrained and established in us. They're they're partly I think fueled by our values. But they they could be even deeper than that, you know we have we can have limiting mindsets around certain things and we can have mindsets that are really quite positive and uh, spur us on to try things. But I think we have mindsets a combination of both. I think in some areas, we individually may have really good, positive mindsets, and in other areas of our life, they might be really limiting. So I know we've both read a lot about the topic of mindset as we've been thinking about this. So I'm interested in hearing from you, Joanne, what what do you think of when you think of mindset? So a little bit about um, what, what that means to you.
0: What I really particularly like is that we can define the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And and what I love to kind of reflect on is I'm in charge. You know, I'm in control of my destiny. I'm in control of what I do at any given time. Um, And to me, that comes down to mindset. Do I think people are doing things to me or do I get to control how I react and how I interact with people? But a fixed mindset is just that. People believe that... Their basic qualities and their traits are fixed. There's no adaptation. There's no growth. There's no development. Whereas I think our listeners know you and I are pretty much the opposite to that, <laughs> um, and that we believe that with effort we can we can grow and we can develop as people. Of course, our personality types are our personality types, but with awareness we can alter how we react and interact with people at any given time and all that I kind of put down to a growth mindset and you know I was teaching some students Sandy actually students in a school and I was talking about entrepreneurship and what I was talking about at the time was was determination and commitment and the the teacher kind of stood up and said Hey students, remember when we talked about the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset? Mm. And the students said, "Yeah." And I said, "Oh, so what's a growth mindset?" And one of them told me, and I was, I was just like, "Wow!" They were in grade eight. Could you imagine? I didn't have any teaching like that when I was in grade
1: eight. That's incredible, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah.
0: So I was, and I was talking with um. A 15-year-old this weekend, one of our friends, and she was really struggling at the beginning of the year in in math, and she ended up doing really well. So, I said to her, "What's what was the difference? And she said, I had a teacher who believed in me, who believed that I had it within me, and I've been not so good at math all all my life, but this person said, if I worked really hard, I could change that. And I said, isn't that awesome? Because I was different. My math teacher, like I, when I was growing up, I had teachers who focused on the A-plus grade students or the students who were playing around in class, not the middle of the road. And I just kind of got reflecting like, wow, if I'd had a different experience... Would would that have changed my course? And I don't regret it now. I, I absolutely love the learning. But I honestly did kind of grow up thinking, well, I'm just never good at this. I'm not going to be good at that. I'm never going to be good at that. So a little bit of a fixed mindset. And it wasn't until into my later years and, and into my later studies that I got to understand, oh, no, this is up to me. You know, I might have to work really hard at it, but I can grow, I can adapt, I can increase my intelligence or my talents. I can adapt my traits as I need to. So I just thought that was amazing. I don't know how many schools out there are teaching about fixed and growth mindset, but it's very, very powerful.
1: Right. You know, when you were talking, I was thinking about some a conversation I had with, with Brian When we were up at the cottage this summer, he read Walter Isaacson's book on Steve Jobs. I don't know if you've seen that biography, but in it, he gave a lot of stories about how Steve Jobs would ask people to do something. And, you know, he might say, I need this by Friday. And it was some really innovative idea. And the person would say to him, that can't be done. And he would say, yes, it can. And they were like, no, I I can't do it by Friday. And he'd say to them, you have to find a way to get it done for me by Friday. And, And he would just push that on them. And how most of the time, like almost all of the time, people would figure it out. Because they had all of these mindsets as well around... It's a kind of an extreme example, but a lot of people would have see all the limitations of why they couldn't do something And he would really push this it can be done mindset. Don't say no uh-huh. Show me how you can do it and It challenged people and a lot of people really didn't like working for him and we've all heard those stories, but also a lot of people reflecting back on their time working with him would say that they achieved way more than they thought they could achieve because he wouldn't take no for an answer so it's interesting the power that a mindset can have
0: Mm -hmm. and half the time we're not even aware of it you know when we haven't got that consciousness but it impacts our learning our skills our relationships there's always areas of improvement so maybe I need to improve my writing or improve my math and I'm Certainly, it's not a, a love I have for math.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Amen, sister. I yeah. hear that one. Oh, my goodness. I share that non-love of math.
0: <laughs> but, you know, as you know, as a business person, it's up to us. You know, we have to, we have to do our invoicing. We have to understand credit and debit. and just, Like, we have to increase our ability and our intelligence around math in order to to run our business. And it it took me, I mean, I've never done taxes, for example, and it took me a lot to talk myself into you can do this. And again, it was all around my mindset. It was all around, oh, it's too hard. I can't possibly, I don't understand. It's numbers. And and I did it this year for the first time on my own. And 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 I got help where I needed to. And and that's all around mindset, and partly because Ashley refused to do it for me. So I had to...
1: <laughs> A necessity. Yeah, he, he had the Steve Jobs moment of
0: saying, no, you're going to do it. Um, but that's what, and it's like the teacher with my friend's daughter saying, no, you can do it. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I just love this whole kind of idea around fixed and growth, and learning is one of both of our values, and growing and learning uh, is definitely one of our values. So, what we What we try and bring through in our podcast each week is really I mean reframe is all about mindset.
1: exactly. And do you know where I hear people talk a lot about a mindset that they can't do something is around technology. Mm-hmm. And I know that it can be challenging to to learn new technology. We had a lot to learn in doing a podcast. But there seems to be a message that certain people have, like you do around math, that they're not good at technology. And yet you see people in younger generations, you know, say under 20, who have only ever had technology in their lives. They've never known life without it. They don't have that mindset at all. It's just... This is what they do. This is how you live and you just figure it out. So it is kind of deeply ingrained in us. And I think it's sometimes new things that really throw us and can trigger some of those those feelings and reveal some of those mindsets to us. And I've been thinking a little bit about that. We've been developing this reframe model and looking at... What what we need to consider as we look at how we can reframe our life and because as you said mindset so foundational to that I Think that it's a good time to kind of walk through that model and look at it from a mindset perspective. What do you think? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, awesome
1: originally, I thought this was a coaching model I was working on and A process that I would use with clients but I was realizing that it wasn't really a coaching model at all but it all seemed to be part of something and I was sharing it with Joanne and then we realized that it it wasn't a coaching model that it's really a model of how you the elements that are necessary in reframing your life and we've talked about all of these things so this isn't something that i just came up with one day but it's i think it was just something that was kind of stewing or steeping or something in me so the first thing was or is reflection and you know if you've been listening to reframe your life that we talk a lot about reflection and I think it is one of the pillars of being a life reframer and I think it's critical in dealing with mindset challenges that you might be having in your in your work or in your relationships or whatever it is in your life that you would like to see improve, whatever area that is. It could be your health, it could be fitness, it could be anything that that you'd like to reframe. So we really think that in identifying our mindsets that it's only possible as we reflect a little bit on our life. And so, Joanne, maybe you wanna speak a little bit about that as well.
0: The thing I wanna share, which you do a lot better than me, is I don't always write down my my reflective thoughts. And that's just what I wanna invite listeners to do. And I know it's something I'm trying to practice a little bit more. Because it's I'm, and I'm always thinking, so I'm thinking, so I am reflecting. But there is something about making that next step of writing things down, and as you get into the habit of writing, thoughts just come, and then you can kind of go back to them as well at any given moment. And that's where I feel value in the process over the end result, and that's something uh, I often say to people in 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 teams and. And who I coach, often it's it's the process that you go through that makes a significant decision, difference, and um, rather than the end result. So I think understand that reflection is part of a learning process. It's great to do in your mind and in the moment. Probably will be even enhanced a little bit more if you can write them, write your thoughts down, journal, type them up in your phone or however you want to do it. What are some tools you use, Sandy, for your reflection process?
1: So I do journal and I don't think I journal as consistently as I used to. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. trying to get back to that. One thing that I found really helpful is I've been using a planner this year, like a paper planner. So I do most of my planning electronically, but I at the on at the beginning of the week this planner has a bit of a reflective time built into it where you you look at your month and your goals for the month and then you plan in the week how you're going to do that and I'll put I'll put a link to this planner in the show notes in case people are interested But at the end of each month, there's a two-page reflection where you go back through the planner and you look at what you intended to do, and it asks about five or six questions, and there's about a half a page per question space to write in the planner, and it really asks good questions about, you know, did you accomplish what you wanted to accomplish, what are you happy about what obstacles did you face? So those kinds of questions, and I've been finding that really helpful every month to do that and to and then and then one of the final question I think is something like, "What are you going to do differently this month to help you reach your goals?" So I, I find that a discipline that's kind of built right in for me, and I've been very consistent at the end of the month of taking time about an hour to to go through it and do that reflection. It's been really helpful. Can I share Uh, one more thing? I know I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking. It's our episode (laughs) one. It's like I've been all bottled up all summer. So (laughs) I just want to talk. But I have also been trying to get curious about my physical... Feelings in situations Mm. and reflect a little bit about that. So why, you know, sometimes I'll find that I'm getting headaches. And so instead of just seeing that as kind of isolated, that it's something that is unrelated to anything else in my life. Maybe I I often think it's diet related or sleep related, but I'm starting to ask myself, why am I getting headaches? And is my body trying to tell me something? Is there something in my life that I need to be paying attention to? And I had a situation this summer where physically I was feeling so anxious. And I, as I thought about when did this anxiety start, I could really tie it back to a decision I had made. And, and, that wasn't a good choice for me, and I needed to go back and revisit that decision. And once I did that, the anxiety stopped. So, I think that's the second thing: is reflect not just cognitively on your life, but also reflect on your physical and emo and your emotional well being. And is there a message there?
0: Oh, ab- absolutely! It's it's something I do a lot around food. And exercise for sure and am I allowed to just share a little bit of I won't I won't share any secrets or surprises, but we're gonna have a guest on who talks about the moon yes and, and how how that impacts you physically and emotionally as well and so what I'm going to do for the month before we speak with that person is is, plot and do some reflection on on how I'm feeling and and where the moon is. So we can't share much more and we're not going to say when it's going to happen because we want you just all to listen. But (laughs) It's it's very – and that's all part of it. And especially for women who we are in our middle stages in life, we're going through different physical transitions as well. So it is good to write down about your moods and how you're feeling and what you've eaten and what conversations you've had. Um, So, no, I totally get that. Um the the next R, if I could share Sandy, sure. is your reality. Uh and this is a hard one for us to do on our own, don't you think?
1: I agree. To yes. really ass- yes. yeah,
0: assess our reality on our own. Because we only we are blind to certainly some things uh in our reality and in our life. Uh so Reality is all about you know where where are you now and and what is happening what what is realistic in this moment uh, taking ownership of your decisions your attitude how you show up and also you know assessing and acknowledging where you want to be in in terms of your reality whether it's in one month six months five months whatever it is um, so what do you do sandy in terms of trying to assess the difference between what you think is reality and then actually being open to learning what reality may be for you
1: so this is a tough one i i think that in a lot of areas in our life we have metrics that we can measure things pretty concretely so in our podcast we have metrics around our analytics around how many people are listening how many people are following us how many likes we have on facebook page and all those things and in our life you know maybe one of the only real hard metrics most women have is their weight we have that that thing that we measure ourselves against and maybe why that's why sometimes we get obsessed with a number on the scale because so many other things in our life we can't measure and that's one area where we can see in black and white something concrete about our reality i i think that having goals can really help with assessing reality so if you have a goal that you're going to walk five times a week or run five times a week, then you have something pretty hard to assess by whether or not you did what you wanted to do. I think having uh, conversations with people can help you as well. In like you said earlier, it's hard to do this one on your own. And and that's going to be another R that we get to a little bit later, but uh, I think also thinking about the effort that we put in as important so sometimes we can look at we're not where we want to be and not give ourselves any kudos or recognition for the hard work that we've already done and for the progress that we are making so i think sometimes that's something that's important as well when we're focusing on reality in terms of mindset and reframing our lives and then another one that this one isn't original with me i i've heard it from a couple of sources but it's being very mindful about the the types of words we use because Mm -hmm. that can really shape our reality and the language that we use can can very easily become a mindset I I think we had a great quote in our newsletter a while back ago about habits when we talked about habits and how they, they become a mindset. Do you remember that quote? I'll find it and put it in the show notes. But a word like using the word yet can be really helpful. So instead of saying, you know, I haven't done it, you know, not, or I haven't done something adding not yet, or I haven't done it yet. It helps us to see that we're moving in that direction. So we're not there yet. It's very different from saying we're not there. We haven't reached our goal yet. Don't you think there's a difference there?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And even just talking about the math thing, you know, I'm not good at math. That's framing my mind. It's closing it off. to yes. say, okay. Well, you're not good at it. So yeah, I'm glad you brought the re- um, the language up. I met someone and he was in his 50s or 60s and I was chatting with him and I said, what do you do? And and it was in a um, a work environment. So uh, he was working at a, a client's place that I was working at. And I said, oh, what are you doing here? He says, oh, I'm just. And so I, I said, you're not just, anything.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> and I went, oh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean that to come across rude, but I – Bring it up all the time because someone brought it up to me. Oh, I'm just this. I'm just that. So once I was aware, I'm like, oh wow, okay, yeah, I say that. And and in teams, the person who generally may see themselves on on the bottom of the ladder or the oh, I'm just this, and I and I say, no, when I'm working when working with team, no, you're not just. You're an integral part of the process. Integral part of the team, and how we frame it, the language we use affects our, our mind and other language we use and whether we think we have a role to play in that certain situation and that certain context. So that's the reality. But I love the idea of engaging and liaising with other people because you will see things about me and as you interact with me that I won't. So yes. you'll help me form some of that reality
1: right and we're going to get back to this one around people it's one you can hear Joanne, I we keep going back to it because it's it is one of the the um part of our model but we're going to talk about the third uh-huh. the third part of the model right now and it's realigned so we've had reflecting we've had uh, reality, looking at your reality. And then this third piece is about realigning. So it's it's similar in some ways to what we've been talking about, and certainly something that our listeners are familiar with, because we talk about it a lot. And the whole language piece is a big thing here as well. So when we talk about realigning, it's about putting in place in our lives, the things that need to be there to help us Reframe to help us become the people we want to be or to engage the way we want to be engaged in our lives or to make the choices that we need to make. And so s- part of that is viewing challenges as opportunities. So having a growth mindset means uh, looking for opportunities to improve and, and seeing that we always... Are going to be growing we're never going to arrive we're never going to be perfect we're never going to have everything together in our lives but that doesn't mean we don't continue to grow and learn through our lives so that's part of realigning realigning and and there's um there's a lot to me in this area of realigning. It's, you know, another thing is to stop seeking approval from other people, and that's a big one <laughs> for me or or making sure like Brené Brown said that I'm looking to the right people that there's a small group of people whose opinion matters and beyond that small circle those opinions don't count and don't matter and I'm not going to make choices that that are going to appease those people if they're not aligned with who I am. So what do you think about when you think about realigning, Joanne?
0: I think about that, and then I also think about once you've reflected and and you've assessed your reality, there may be some things that need to be realigned in your life. And it could be the people you spend time with if if you're if you're focusing on a growth mindset and you've got some negativity in your relationships, there's an opportunity for realignment there. Obviously, your goals if if we've tried to overachieve or done some things that aren't realistic, I love the piece around balance. We have to balance work, we have to balance home, we have to balance learning and study, and we have to balance drinking wine versus not. Oh,
1: we have to balance that? Yeah. (laughs) Damn.
0: It's like when you do strategic planning and business planning with people, Sandy, you know, one of the things we say is, this is a guide. This is not cast in stone. And it's like that with your individual and personal goals and and your stretch, you know, if you want to make some stretch goals, and how do you, after um, reflecting and looking at the reality of where you are, how do you realign? So something I did that I spoke about in our mini sode was I had to realign my uh, my goal around running, and uh, yeah, that was a big. It was it does probably doesn't seem like much to many people, but that was a big thing for me. I'm always trying to achieve this personal best that you know I got 10 years ago and so I really had to shift my mindset and reframe that it's not a failure Mm. if I have to realign and maybe add a few minutes on to my personal best you know so that was a big that was a big thing for me so what I and what I think is really key is This is for you, like you don't owe anyone anything in this realigning. Whoever you need to engage with in life, that is really important to maybe get um, commitment and agreement and understanding of your realignment, you know, if, if you're in a partnership with someone, of course you may need to have that conversation, but you don't need anyone else's approval to realign in any which way you choose.
1: Exactly. And there's a great segue to the the fourth part of the model for reframing because you don't need other people's approval and one of the frightening things that happens when we start to realign our lives when we start to make changes to go into a direction that's more aligned with who we really are and who we want to be in our one and only life is that we may have challenges in our relationships so we're going to we've decided we're going to have that as one of our episodes we want to talk about relationships and and what happens when sometimes you even can outgrow relationships or just change significantly so you need different relationships but relationships is a key part of our reframing model and you need to have people in your life who Inspire you who celebrate you who? Who are going to spur you on and challenge you and help you when you do make mistakes help you learn and grow and and? Move forward in your life and are just there to support you in in your Reframing your life. So we keep coming back to relationships because we're both very relational and I'm (laughs) thinking as we are wrapping up this part of the conversation, who you don't have to use a name, but maybe you can think of a story or something, Joanne, about a relationship that you've had that's been really key in helping. I know I'm putting you on the spot that's helping you or has helped you reframe your life. Can you think of someone who's done that with you?
0: Yes, I can. And, The key difference between them and me is they never compare themselves to others and they come from a foundation of if I'm okay with it internally then it's okay to proceed. I really value that because I don't come from that foundation and have to always constantly think about it. So, yeah, I've, I do have just one or two people in my life who I can have those conversations with. And I feel that they're objective. I don't want them to just agree all the time. I want them to ask me challenging questions and provide a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So whenever you go through any process of adapting or altering your mindset and reframing and realigning your life, there are going to be people who will be brought into your life and who will be let go, I guess, from your life. And I think as you said, Sandy, we're going to do a whole episode on this piece, so we won't go into it now, but just to say it's very important in our model because whether you're an introvert or an extrovert or social or not human beings we need connection
1: mm-hmm.
0: so relationships are important and how you how you use them or how you need them you get to decide on that but i guess be open to celebrating with others and, uh, and walking through the journey with others, which is like what you and I have done with this podcast. I don't know if I would have done this on my own. I really don't think I could be this vulnerable and this open on my own.
1: <laughs> right, I agree. It makes a difference when you have the right people in your life. It helps you reframe your life and to do things that you may not feel that you could even begin to tackle on your own. So I feel the same way. Uh, just thinking about the model, I just want to summarize a little bit about it mm-hmm. and I, I think it'd be a great idea We don't do this very often, but we'll put together a handout and if you've subscribed to our newsletter We'll put that in there as well, but With our reframe your life model in it, and we'd love to get your feedback and comments on it but if you're interested in this whole area of mindset really key to spend some time becoming self-aware through reflection, taking stock of your reality, and then looking at what you need to do to realign, to create the the path or the direction that you want to be heading in, and then building that all around the relationships of supportive and caring people that are going to help you reach your goals. So, I want to thank you for listening to our podcast today. We've covered a lot of material that we feel is really foundational for life reframers. And it was really important for us to start season two with this content to build on. So thank you. And Joanne, thank you so much for your brilliance. Mm. And it's been a great conversation.
0: Yeah, it's been awesome guys and we've got some amazing episodes coming up we're going to talk about fear procrastination i've already spoken about a couple of guest speakers we're going to have so stay tuned check us out get connected let us know what you're thinking have a great rest of the week hi life reframers did you enjoy our episode today if so please leave a review on itunes or google play Also, check us out on all our social media avenues via reframeyourlife.ca.